Hey, it's your girl Ashley Easton, founder of the Amateur Expert brand, and you're not going to believe what we have coming up for you next. Ooh, tell me more. Hello, 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 everybody. It's your girl Ashley, the Amateur Expert, coming to you live today for this episode of Talk Tuesday. If this is your first time joining us, we are going to have a conversation with our guest, and we're going to talk to her about our career, her career path, her idea of success today compared to her idea of success now, as well as the tips and motivators that she's along the way. So as soon as she gets in the room, we will get started, uh, and she's here. So I'm excited for you guys to listen to her story. Her story journey hi everyone hello how are you i'm doing good how are you ashley i am doing so well today thank you so much for being our guest today yes thank you for having me i'm so excited hi everyone so we connected like a couple of months ago and yes, i we did love to see how your platform has been flourishing um thank and you. you're doing so much great work um, so if you can, please introduce yourself, tell us who you are and what you are doing currently for work. Yes. Well, hello, everyone. For anyone I haven't had the pleasure of meeting before, my name is Kanique Swinson. I'm the CEO and founder of Soul Sister Network, and we are a digital platform right now that focuses all about women of color and the principles of manifestation, healing, connection and authenticity and long story short what that means is i just wanted to create a platform where women can see themselves and other women on a digital platform creating their best life whatever that means whether that be like finding your best love getting your skin together getting your hair together Mm -hmm. just getting yourself together on every level and just knowing that you are worth it and that you're worthy and that you deserve it so that's the principle of Soul That's Sister Network, yes. So important, and you do such a great job executing Thank your goal you. and your vision. Um, so when you were a little girl, tell me, what was um, what was your dream? What did you want to be when you grew up, and why? When I was little, okay, the first job I really wanted to have was a teacher, and I think that was because they would always boss people around. So I was like, I could do that. Like, I would be so good at telling people what to do. Um, <laughs> but after that died down, I really, really got into fashion designing and I became obsessed with Kamora Lee Simmons in like second Mm -hmm. grade I think and I loved that right I'm like okay this is a throwback uh shout out to Kamora wherever she is whatever she's doing in life I was so obsessed right I was so obsessed with baby fat girl so obsessed and now hindsight I think it was because she spent time making women of color feel and look good and I Mm -hmm. think that's what I still do in a way today um but that is definitely what I used to want to be like signs still delivered I had like a fake sketchbook that I had girl I was like but I couldn't draw (laughs) anyways like it was a lot (laughs) but yes like you said I was into it I was committed okay I love it and so what was your idea of success at that time at that time when I was a baby um ooh, um I guess to me success at that time well even actually from young up until college I would say my idea of success was the same it was like setting one goal and meeting that one goal and not being able to like deter from it if that Mm. makes sense because to me if you didn't reach the one goal you were going for then that means you weren't successful if that makes sense absolutely um -hmm. and so you have had sort of, I won't say a streamlined journey, right? Because you Mm -hmm. haven't said that, but it seems like your goal of 
um, or what you were inspired from Kamora doing is sort of translated into the work that you're doing now. And yeah. so could you give us just a little, a little bit of the journey of how you got there and maybe what made you want to start um, yes. the Soul Sister Network? Yes. So my journey has been like kind of all over the place. Um, for the most part, my expertise and experience lies in entertainment and like the entertainment industry. So when I graduated college, I graduated from Syracuse in 2016. And my first career out of college was actually working in the music industry. So I was working in the marketing department at Rock Nation and I worked there for a year. And then I moved over to Young Money Cash Money and Republic Records where I worked with them for about two years. After that, I went over to a performing arts center, Lincoln Center of Performing Arts here in um, Manhattan. And then I ended up working on Broadway and I worked there for a year. So everything I've done so far has kind of been about entertainment and music. Right. And the spirit of what I always wanted to do is just kind of make people feel good. Mm. And it always was about people of color, no matter what job I hopped from, I always kind of carried my identity with me. But I never truly felt fulfilled. I think mm when I got the job in the entertainment industry at first, it's like one of those jobs that I feel like it's really glorified and it's hard to get. So it looks sexy on the outside. For sure, for so sure. I was like, girl, you made it. Like you <laughs> did it. People like want to do what you do. You right. feel good. You look in the room. Like, That's what's yeah. up. Yes, I'm like, I'm in the room. But I realized when I was in the room, I was like, okay, this isn't what I want. And mm. when I was living, cause I live in Brooklyn, New York now, I went to, like, uh, I forgot how I heard about this particular organization, but I went to a meeting and it was all about like bonding and being authentic with women. Mm -hmm. And when I got there, I realized, you know, again, no shade, but it was just a group of white women. Right. And I was like, I love this space. I love that people can talk and be authentic. And as I was talking and being authentic, I realized no one could understand what I was talking about. Um, and I couldn't understand what they were talking about because my worries and my traumas and all the things that I was working through were very different. You know, like I'm, you know, trying to figure out like, am I worth success and how do I heal all this generational trauma and all those deep questions. And when I get into yeah. these rooms, these girls are talking about, I don't know what daycare to send my dog to. And again, I'm not throwing stones. Right. You guys just didn't have struggles. We just didn't have <laughs> the shared, ex you get it. Ex shared experiences. <laughs> yes. Girl, you get it. I was like, okay. Um, and that was about five years ago. Okay. And I was like, I really want to start something for women of color like this. And I had so many excuses of why it wouldn't work out, why it couldn't work out. I would tell myself it already existed. And I just drug my feet on mm -hmm. starting it, if that makes sense. Yeah. And it wasn't until the last day of 2019. Let me tell you why I even launched Soul Sister Network when I did. It was because I had already paid for a logo and the bottom of the logo says established 2019. Mm -hmm. And I kept putting it off and I kept putting it off. Uh -oh. And the next thing I know is New Year's Eve girl and it's like 10 o'clock at night on December 31st of 2019. And I'm like, but you don't want to pay to get the logo updated. So just throw it up. So that was what made me push it out into the world. But um, I didn't really dive deep into it until April of this year. And then after I did, it took me a while to find my voice. I was like trying to sound like all the other healing yeah. pages. And then eventually I found my voice in a platform that at first, I think 
had like a hundred followers and they were all my friends y'all um <laughs> ended up start. like that's how you gotta start shout out to the people that supported in the beginning and now it's over 3200 followers and it's only been like two or three months that i really committed to launching it so that's long story short kind of how i got there um but yeah it's been a fun journey and one that I'm glad I took the first step on because had someone told me this in the beginning, I probably wouldn't have believed them, you know, or thought I was even worth it. But now, you know, hindsight's 2020. So now I'm like, okay, we here. And doing it. Um, So what is your idea of success today? Today? Ooh, that's a good question because it is so different. Success before, like I was saying, meant like, okay, I'm going to set my eyes on the prize. And when I hit it, like, it, you know, it's done. Now success to me is I base everything on my feelings and how mm-hmm. I feel. So in addition to Soul Sister Network, I'm also a mindset and a manifestation coach. Yeah. And I started doing that after I coached myself, basically, on changing my mindset and how I looked at my life, right? And the biggest thing I realized, which was a, a big point for me, is focusing on feeling good every day. So okay. to me, success is making sure that I feel good every day as a person or as like a business. So if I feel good at the end of the day about what I put out for Soul Sister Network, it's a good day. And I also honor where I'm at on that particular day. Like life is teaching me that my best on Monday is not going to be my best on Wednesday and vice versa. And it's, it's okay. Like you don't have to have like content that goes viral every single day like sometimes you just kind of got to go through the motions you know so that definitely is my new definition of success yeah I love it um and why do you think it changed for you why do you think that changed girl life life has a way of like waking you up girl my life woke me up for real I had all these like fake perceptions of what success should be it should be like having this big fancy job where you make a lot of money and then when I got it I was like okay I don't feel good doing it you know so that was one thing but now it's just it's completely different and once I realized that the tea is just making sure that you feel good I was like oh if that's the tea I could do that every day so if that means every day Ashley so that means if I gotta wake up and dance around my house in circles to feel good that's what I do. If that means I got to work out that day, that's what I do. And I just listen to my body and my mind on what that particular day will hold. But I found that with my old ideals for success, I felt so empty, mm-hmm. you know, and it also left room for me to be validated externally. I felt like when I was in my old positions, I was constantly looking for someone to tell me, good job, Kanique, you know, you're doing great. Or I needed like a boss to tell me like, you're killing this role. Now life has kind of taught me that whether somebody sees that value that you're adding or not, as long as you're doing your best, you're the shit. Like that, that's my key now. And now that I know that I carry myself differently, And I think that that's why the world responds to me a little bit differently now, because I'm not constantly looking for someone or some situation to tell me that I'm doing good, if that makes sense. No, that's perfect. And I think you inadvertently just answered my next question, um, which is what is something that you have um, learned or you're still in the process Mm -hmm. of learning that you wish you had learned sooner? Mm, I mean, that definitely. Um, I feel like one thing that I've been 
teaching myself how to do is to give myself grace. Mm. And I, I keep hearing that message here and there. And I even had like a really good conversation with one of my close friends a couple of weeks ago. You know how it is when like, you get out of a pattern and you're like, yes, I made it. I don't got to deal with that no more. And then it kind of comes back around and you're like, excuse me, I thought we fixed this already. I you I know, I, the lesson. I thought I learned the lesson. God, what is happening? So mm -hmm. I had that moment like about a week and a half ago. And one of my friends was like, girl, like, you know, take a breath. Like, you don't have to figure out everything. It's okay. Take a breath. Give yourself grace. And I was like, you know what? I love that. And that's a lesson I've been kind of learning as I go for sure. Because it's so easy to be hard on yourself, especially when you see a goal that you want to get to. Yep. I just have to constantly remind myself that like healing, it's like the whole thing, like Rome wasn't built in a day. That's yep. easier said than done. But it's just a constant reminder to myself on this journey that I, I won't know everything, you know, yep. and I need to give my space, give myself space to learn it as I go. And as yeah. um, Michael Todd says, progression over perfection. As long I as you're making yes. the strides, making the strides to do it, it doesn't matter yes. if it's not pretty. Just mm -hmm. keep going and you know keep working along as you exactly. go. Exactly. Yes, I love that. Yes, that's my motto. Yes, <laughs> I'm a motto. Yeah. Um, so tell me this: um, What do you use as um, motivation? How have you kept yourself motivated along your journey? Yes, motivation, girl. I Honestly, it depends on the day, but I'm notorious for watching Oprah's Super Soul Sundays. She has, right, she has in a podcast form too. So you, as you're just living your day, you can listen to Oprah and whatever wonderful guests she has on to come yeah. and give you the tea. I, that's how I stay motivated. I have a lot of, like, honestly, I think I have like five or six devotional journals mm. that I have. And it just depends on my mood, which one I pull out. Yeah. Um, Ayan Van Zant has um, one. I honestly should have had it right beside me, but it's in the other room. It's okay. specific. It's devotional. I, I think it's called Acts of Faith. And mm -hmm. it's the devotional specifically for people of color. Yeah. And I love it. It gives you like a good quote, like a nice parable, an affirmation at the bottom and a question that you can ask yourself as you leave the day. Love it. That's how I stay motivated. Um, music. I'm really big in music. That probably is just from my past career. Um, but good feeling music makes me feel good on like a soul core level, girl. Like it like yeah. wakes me up. So if I'm like, that's the biggest mood shifter for me. Like one of the things that I teach as a mindset coach is about mood shifters because your mindset is all about how you're feeling. So one of the quickest mood shifters for me, something that can get me feeling like really low to really high quickly is like a good song. Like give me like, a nice like seventies or okay. like eighties Isley Brothers kind of vibe, okay. Okay. or like okay. cookout music. Like mm -hmm. that's like my mm -hmm. young mm -hmm. cookout music, or like a nice that's gospel it. music, yeah. Or like some Janae Aoku, or like Erica Badu, Jill Scott. Give me some neo soul. Give me neo soul and like oldies and classics. Yeah, and that's no, I, it. I, I, I totally catch mm -hmm. that. And it does it does depend on what you're going through at that part. Yes. At that uh time, right? Like so mm -hmm. sometimes you need 
to feel the nostalgic of mm-hmm. or the nostalgia of um the cookout and sometimes you just yes. need a good boohoo cry from an old gospel hit that is just gonna take you there and bring you right back it will to take where you- that's the thing about gospel music it takes you there so when i'm like you know what i just need this release real quick gospel music will get me there because i'm like wow i'm thinking about all this but i'm so grateful shout out to god you, you're the one you're it um so that you're right it takes you to a different place it yes. does and i think mm-hmm. um that's a very good point and i use um i use those tools as well um so thank you for sharing that um so i want to give you a chance to let people know how they can uh get in contact with you i want to give you a chance to let people know exactly um what you offer i know you do um some sessions um personally like one-on-one i know you Mm -hmm. do some group stuff i know you're going live so let us know what you're doing how we can keep up with you yes so soul sister network which this is great it's been a long time since i've been interviewed um and one of the biggest things i do on soul sister network is i interview someone every monday at 8 p.m eastern time and the session is called master manifestors and we talk to a woman of color and she just walks us through something dope that she has manifested we've had some great people up there we've had like chefs and music journalists and influencers and models and it's like you know one of those things that's kind of like grown legs and people are like really into and i'm into so that's the biggest thing that we have on the platform now i actually have an event coming up that i'm releasing information about that tomorrow so if you guys aren't following soul sister network be sure to follow and you'll get an update about that as well but those are like the two biggest things we have coming up and then other than that on more of the mindset coaching level is I do work one-on-one with clients. The biggest thing is like, I just kind of have people reach out to me directly on my page at Kanique Can Manifest, or you can like sign into the DMs on Soul Sister Network too, because it's just me back there. Um, <laughs> and I just do it on like a case-by-case basis. It depends on what the person needs, but my job as a mindset coach is basically just to help you along your process of getting your things together. So like if you got a lot of trauma built up, then I'll help you with tools that I've used or tools that I've studied along my journey to, you know, release that trauma and just kind of be a constant, not friend, but like a soul friend, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense, just help you along your path. Um, And it's definitely something that I wish I had when I was on my journey, girl, because like in the beginning, I was like, I don't know how to do this. I'm stressed. I got all this trauma built up. People keep talking about ancestors. What does that mean? Can they help me? Like, where it was are just, <laughs> where are they? Because I'm thinking. Uh, it, was, <laughs> it was just so much. So if there's anyone out there who's watching this that you feel like you need a soul friend, come talk to me. Um, it does cost, but it just depends on the person. Like, because my my goal in life is just to help women who look like me. So if you're in need, just hit me and we'll figure out the details after. Um but yeah, those are the biggest things. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Thank um, you. A soul friend. I like that. Yes. Um, so as we're wrapping up, I am the amateur expert and I claim to know a little bit about a lot. So if oh. you could please <laughs> share with me a random tidbit of information, a Ooh. fun fact, or, you know, your favorite quote, just yes. anything that I can say can you taught me. Oh, yes. I love this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let me think. Because now I'm like, okay. Um, hmm. I feel like I gave a good one with the mindset. Um, one of okay, one of the biggest mood shifters that has helped me along my journey 
okay. is to write down every morning three things that you're grateful for. Mm-hmm. It starts your day off super high vibe. And some days it'll be like, oh, I'm grateful for this person. or I'm grateful for this event that happened. And other days it might just be like, look, I'm just grateful to have a roof over my head. I'm <laughs> thankful for oxygen. Like, you know, it just depends on where you are. But if you do, yes, if you find a way to be thankful and grateful every day on the spectrum of like feelings and vibrations, right? Like, I don't want to get too technical, but you know, every feeling has a vibration. So the feeling that's the highest on that vibration scale is gratitude. So if there's any a time when anyone out there, you, whoever's watching is feeling down, the quickest way to get out of it is to start thinking of things that you're grateful for and reminding yourself that no matter what it looks like on the outside, you have something to be grateful for. And because you're vibrating on that gratitude level, you will start to attract additional things to be grateful for because that's already how you're vibrating so I yes that's my one little tidbit y'all thank you so much for sharing that with me so I am grateful for you I'm grateful for your platform thank you that you are sharing what you your knowledge with my platform so thank you so much my mood has been shifted it shifted. Yes, come on, mood shift. <laughs> yes. And um, thank you again. So we want to just drop your handles one more time, and then I'll put all that information yes. in the show notes. Yes. So my personal handle is at Kanique Can Manifest. And Kanique is K-A-N-I-Q-U-E, like unique, just with a K. And Soul Sister Network is just at Soul Sister Network. And thank you so much, Ashley. I am grateful for this conversation. I'm grateful for the people that came and watched Um, I know everything happens for a reason. So whoever is watching this, there's a reason that you're here getting this message today. So I'm just thankful that I can come and give it to you. And I'm thankful that the woman I'm talking to is another woman of color. That is what I'm thankful for today. And you are hustling. And I'm just so proud of you. Like we started talking a couple months ago. And since then, I feel like we both have like shifted dramatically. Um, Yes, yes. You're so welcome. Last thing we have to do is we have to be still for like three seconds and smile at the camera so that we can have a still um, photo to choose for Instagram. One, two, three. Perfect. Thank you. (laughs) That's actually kind (laughs) of (laughs) cute. Okay, everyone. Thank you for listening. And this will be up on all the platforms later. Have a good day. Be grateful. Yes.